Let's take our Bibles tonight and turn to Colossians chapter 1. You pray for us this evening. We discovered, as your pastor no doubt has discovered many years ago, that there won't be much preaching unless God gets the arrangements. Uh, we certainly desire his presence and desire that God would just get me out of the way, use me as a vessel, meet for the master's use, that I might be his mouthpiece for this moment in this hour. I'm not so much interested in what I might have to say, but I'm certainly interested in what heaven has to say. And we speak to God on our knees and he speaks to us through his word. And I find that uh, to have a relationship with God, you must pray and you must stay in the Bible. And I'm thankful for God's holy word. It's, uh, we live in an imperfect world, a, a world that's Stained with sin, trouble and trials on every, this, you know this. I mean, it's people, it's, we're in this world, but here in my hand tonight, I hold the pure, inspired, infallible word of God. It's without error and without contradiction. It's God's holy word. And even though I might not understand all of it, it's still God's word. And it may not be all that God knows, but it's all that we need to know. And I'm thankful tonight to just to be um, used of him. And, and I feel the least of all of it. Uh, Colossians chapter 1. And we'll begin our reading tonight in verse 9. And, and maybe read down to maybe about that 20, 21st verse. Somewhere down through there. You pray for us tonight that God will be our helper tonight. And the Bible says, for this cause... We also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy of the Lord and all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power, unto all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness, and giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. I say glory, hallelujah, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sin who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things meet, uh, he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth, or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. 
Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for the good day. God, we thank you, Lord, for the manifold grace. God, the abundance of your blessings. Lord, I thank you tonight for the fellowship of the saints. I thank you for this church and the pastor and this congregation. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the freeness of salvation. God, I thank you tonight for your precious word. And I pray tonight, Heavenly Father, that you'd help us to preach. May you be the preacher and may we hear from heaven. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I'm interested tonight in several verses of the scripture, but particularly verse number 20, where the Bible says, and having made peace through the blood of his cross. I want to preach tonight on this thought, the conflict of the ages, the conflict of the ages. You know, this very evening, as we were driving over, probably like many of you, if you caught any news, of course the news that's that's dominating right now is Russia invading the Ukraine. And I mean, there's conflict and war and, and, and it's troublesome times. And I thought about North Korea and how that they've fired missiles and China is flying its muscle and and my friend there's tension and there's a a, there's a a battle in the air and this world seemingly is upside down and the world doesn't have the answer but you and I have the answer and what this world needs is a good dose of the Lord Jesus Christ hey listen my friend we're living in dark and desperate days I thought about even in our own country how that in 17 and 75 there at Lexington and Concord when those shots were fired that were heard around the world that for eight years those American colonies fought the great British Empire and God gave us and he gave them deliverance and a nation was birthed on the the, battlefield fields of this continent. I say glory, hallelujah. But my friend, no doubt when the American Revolution had come to an end and all the papers and all the treaties were signed, the church bells, they probably rang and the people probably shouted and there was joy in the streets and in the church houses of this land. But I want to remind you something, dear friend, that within 30 years uh, we would be fighting uh, the British Empire on American soil one more time uh, and men like Andrew Jackson uh, at the Battle of New Orleans uh, and God once again uh, had favor uh, on our nation uh, and he blessed our country uh, and we prevailed uh, and we begin to expand westward uh, and God uh, uh, blessed this nation uh, and I say glory hallelujah. No doubt that uh, when that war uh, come to an end, uh, uh, that no doubt there were people that shouted and, and the church bells rang uh, and, uh, and there was joy in the streets uh, and in the church houses. Uh, but may I remind you uh, that within 25 years, uh, uh, men like Davy Crockett uh, and Sam Houston uh, uh, would be fighting at a place uh, called the Alamo in Texas, uh, once again fighting uh, for the 
the freedoms of the people that would one day make up this nation. No doubt when those battles come to an end and the conflict was over, the church bells rang and the people shouted with joy and there was joy in the church houses. But may I remind you that within 25 years, there was a shot fired on April the 12th, 1861 at Fort Sumter in South Carolina. And this nation was plunged into the bloodiest battles that we have ever witnessed. For four years, brother fought against brother, north against south. And our people were in a civil war. And my friend, when the treaty was signed on that April day in 1865, no doubt, No doubt the church bells rang. There was joy in the streets and the people shouted and there was joy in the church houses. But may I remind you, my dear friend, that within 30 years, Teddy Roosevelt and his Rough Riders would be marching up San Juan Hill, once again fighting for the interest of the American people. You see a pattern here? When those battles ended and when the men came home, it wasn't but just 20 some years later uh, that our, uh, the doughboys went to places like France uh, and they fought in World War I uh, and the, the battle to end all battles uh, and on that November day uh, that armistice was signed, uh, the treaty to end all wars uh, and the church bells rang uh, and the people shouted uh, and there were joy in the streets uh, but may I remind you my dear friend uh, that within 30 years uh, uh, Hitler would march across Poland, he would invade France and we would be plunged into World War II and the Japanese would attack us at Pearl Harbor. For four years, for four years, our nation was plunged into some of the bitterest fighting and the world was plunged into war. My friend, Oh, listen, I mean that greatest generation that's about to have slipped off the scene that was come up during the Depression and fought in World War II. My friend, that special generation of people and when they signed the peace treaties on VE Day and on when Admiral Nimitz signed the treaty with Japan, no doubt, my friend, the church bells rang and there was joy in the streets and the people shouted and there was joy in the church but may I remind you that within 30 some years we would be fighting in French Indochina in a place called Vietnam and we would send 50 some thousand boys to their death and at the height of the fighting in 1968 and in 1969 and when our boys finally came home in 1975 There was joy in the streets and the church bells rang and the people were happy. But may I remind you that within 20 years we would be fighting in a place called Iraq and we've had boys there ever since. Afghanistan and Iraq. You say, what are you saying preacher? There'll never be peace on this earth until King Jesus comes. And I'm glad my friend I'm glad my friend that 2,000 years ago at an old rugged cross 
cross of the Lord Jesus Christ shed his blood that we might have the victory and have peace with God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, glory. The conflict of the ages. And Satan, it began up yonder somewhere. And Satan was lifted up in pride. And five times he said, I will be like the most high God. I mean, a sin was birthed in the prideful heart of Satan and it manifests itself in a garden here on earth. And man rebelled and was plunged into sin. And ever since, we've been fighting a battle with sin. It's the conflict of the ages. I mean, when Pharaoh told uh, those Egyptian, uh, uh, those uh, Hebrew midwives uh, uh, to kill those little babies. Uh, uh, he meant to, he meant to uh, reduce the population, uh, but Satan desired to destroy the seed. Uh, and my friend, uh, because he knew the promise uh, uh, that God had made to Abraham, uh, that in him uh, would all nations of the world be blessed. And Satan knew this. And my friend, they're on Calvary. I thought about this. I'm just preaching from my heart tonight. Uh, I thought about this. You know, I, 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 I was, uh, I seen a photo the other day and, and it was on that, uh, uh, I believe it was the aircraft carrier enterprise maybe. Uh, and Admiral Nimitz was there. Uh, he was seated and maybe that was uh, Emperor Hirohito uh, of Tokyo in 1945. Uh, and glory, uh, they were signing that peace treaty uh, uh, to end the war in the Pacific. And I noticed something, Brother uh, Cal Ray, in that photo, them sailors stood at attention. Uh, they set up on the battle works and any place they could find a seat, uh, uh, the, uh, the, the, the newsmen and the, and the photographers stood back and they took pictures uh, and all the people uh, and all the, uh, uh, all the people were gathered together to watch this noble act of two men signing a peace treaty on a piece of paper. But my friend, at the cross of Calvary, 2,000 years ago, there was, there, was, there was no diplomats, no press corps, not an army of friendly people, no one to stand around. And, but my, our darling Savior, the Lamb of God, there as darkness enveloped this earth and God and the Son were doing business and the Lord shed his blood well, glory, and he signed the armistice and the peace treaty, not with ink and not on paper that fades away, but he signed it with his indelible blood on a parchment that will never fade away, and it's reserved in heaven. I say glory, hallelujah. The indelible blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, he signed a peace treaty. And now we have peace with God and the peace of God. I was a rebel 
I was a sinner. I was in enmity with God. I mean, there was warfare between me and the kingdom of God. I was at odds with God, but in the Lord Jesus Christ, I laid down my weapons of rebellion and I submitted myself and I repented to God and I put my faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and God reckoned me, reconciled me to himself by his son. Glory, hallelujah. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, I think sometimes there's a danger. We think that the, uh, the, and mo- the modern theologians and the modern learned men and people of degree have, uh, have watered down this to simply mean that it's symbolic, uh, symbolic of some greater good. But my friend, on the declaration of God's word, it took the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ to satisfy a holy God and the just demands that he had against me, a wicked sinner who was hell deserving and hell bound. And on that March 4th day, 1979, as a 14-year-old boy, God the Holy Ghost, I begin to deal with my heart as I sit back in the back of the house and the preacher preach, that old leather lung preacher opened that King James Bible and begin to pronounce the word of God and the Holy Spirit began to stir my heart and convicted me and arrested my soul and let me know that I was lost and need of a savior. And I got up out of my seat and I made my way to an old fashioned altar and there I cried out to God. God, to have mercy on me and to save me for Christ's sake. You say, what did he do? He saved me. He saved me in spite of myself. I didn't deserve it. If I'd have got what I deserved, I'd already be in hell tonight. When God in his infinite goodness drew me unto himself with cords of love and he had pity on me and he saved me by the blood of his dear son. We doing okay tonight? I see some things in these scriptures and I won't be long tonight, but I'm thinking about this conflict of the ages and how he made peace through the blood of his cross. I mean, when we're reconciled to God, now listen, I mean, God's not reconciled to us. We're reconciled to God. God didn't go anywhere and God didn't sin. It was you and I that had rebelled and God drew us to himself and there's peace with me and heaven tonight, not because of what I have done, but because what Jesus did at the cross of Calvary. And when I leave this world, I'm gonna leave here trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ as my savior. My hope is in the Lord. I've got all my, hey, listen, I mean, uh, 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 a, uh, a financial advisor would tell you to have a diversified portfolio, have some investments here and have some there, have some cash or have this or some land and real estate. But honey, tonight I've got all my eggs in the basket of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not invested in anything else. All my hope is in the Lord. 
Glory, hallelujah. When we got reconciled to God, we see some things in these scriptures. First of all, we see him in his creative greatness. Oh, listen, we're not, this is not a, this is not a fly-by-night operation. This is not a Johnny come lately. We're talking about the God of heaven. I mean the eternal God of heaven who's from everlasting to everlasting who inhabits eternity and he's never had a contemporary thought. He's never had a plan B. He's never learned anything and he's never forgot anything. He's the Lord of glory. And I see him here in Colossians chapter one and verse 15, I see him in all of his creative glory. I mean, when I got reconciled to God, all of a sudden, I begin to see things in a different way. And the Bible says, who is the image of the invisible God? The firstborn of every creature. My dear friend, he's not talking about Buddha, and he's not talking about Muhammad, and he's not talking about the Pope, and he's not talking about the head of some religious organization. He's talking about the Lord of glory of the Lord Jesus Christ who is the Son of God. For by Him, well, glory, for by Him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things, well, glory, All things were created by him and for him. Oh, I got news tonight, and I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be rude or crude or anything like that, but it's not about me, and it's never been about me, and it's not about you. It's all about the Lord, but I'm glad that even when I was just a speck of dirt, he loved me enough, and he he cared enough about me that even though he was the creator of heaven and earth, he was willing to come to Calvary and die for my sins. How could I, just a worm of the dust of the ground, have fellowship with God? Oh, we have fellowship with God through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ who has reconciled us to God and broken down all barriers and enmities and moved the strife and bitterness and has established peace with us and heaven. Glory, hallelujah. We doing okay tonight? Well, I tell you, the Lord is good, isn't he? We see him in his creative greatness. He's the Lord of all things and he is before all things and by him all things consist and he is the head of the body, the church. Well, glory. I'm glad I'm a part of a big family. Hey, listen, I mean, that's why we call each other brother and sister. We've been birthed into the same family. We have God as our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been made to be heirs and joint heirs with the Lord Jesus Christ. We've been adopted into the family of God. And one of these days, God has predestined that we'll be son placed, we'll be made in the image and we'll be made in his image. We'll be like him. Right now, my friend, we got this old flesh. I deal with it every day. 
And if you'll be honest, you do too. I mean, it's not the person down the road that causes me the most problem. The one I have to deal with the most. I look at him every day in the mirror. Oh, listen. But one of these days, I'm going to put this whole body off. It's going back to the dust of the earth from which it came. I mean, it's been condemned to the dust of the earth. When I got saved, I got a new heart, but I still got an old head. But one of these days, I'm going to get a glorified body and one fashion like unto his. I'll be saved on the outside, just like I am the inside. Then I'll be able to serve him in a perfect place, in a perfect body. Glory, hallelujah. Having made peace through the blood of his cross. I mean, there at Calvary, the Lord Jesus Christ suffered the eternal wrath of a holy God. I, I, I think when he prayed for this cup to pass from him, it wasn't the, the physical pain and agony of the cross that he, uh, that he wanted to pass. I, I believe that it was the fact that he would be made sin for us and that he would be forsaken by God, his father, that he would be uh, uh, forsaken by God. And my friend at Calvary, he that knew no sin became sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. We see him in his creative glory. And I, and I feel him tonight, his presence in his indwelling glory. The Bible tells us in verse 24, I did not read down that far, but you can read along with me. He said, who now rejoice in my sufferings for you. And fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh. For his body's sake, which is the church, whereof I made a minister according to the dispensation of God, which is given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Even the mystery, well, glory, even the mystery which hath been hid from ages and from generations, but now is made manifest to his saints, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hey, listen, I mean the Old Testament prophets couldn't see it. Hey, listen, but it was revealed to the apostle Paul and the apostles that God would make of twain one new man. Hey, listen, that he would make the church a body of believers where there's no distinctions and there's no racism and there's no faults or failures. And my friend, in the body of Christ, we're neither male nor female. Hey, listen, either a Greek or barbarian, but we're one in Christ Jesus. Glory, hallelujah. Which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Boy, I got something on the inside of me. I mean, it was placed there 43 years ago this next month. I got birth from above. 
You say, what happened? Hey, listen, there was a day in time, my friend, when the Gentiles, they were relegated. There were barriers. There was a middle wall of partition. Glory. They could come to the outer court and no farther to go any further. They went on the pain and the fear of death. But my friend, they that one time could only go to the outer court now have God living inside of them. Glory, hallelujah. Saved, sanctified, headed to heaven. An old preacher used to say heaven bound with a hammer down. I mean, we got something on the inside of us. Hey, listen, I mean, we've been redeemed. Hey, listen, I, I mean, uh, hey, I've been preserved in the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, listen, I've been sealed uh, unto the day of redemption. Uh, I've been canned in the Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Been preserved. Had, having made peace through the blood of his cross by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven, and you that were sometime alienated enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled. God made peace at Calvary. Tonight, my dear friend, I don't know what you're going through. God does. And I don't know told someone that I read this somewhere the other day. I thought it was so good. I quoted it in a devotion that I do. And I said, when that, when that ship, the Titanic, set sail from Southampton, England, some of the wealthiest people in the world were on that ship. And there were common servants on that ship. There were people of all classes on that ship. But three days later, when that ship sank in the North Atlantic, there were only two classes of people, those that were saved and those that were lost. And my friend tonight, I don't know most of you by name, love you in the Lord. And I appreciate you being here tonight and listening to this message. I, I know it's been scattered, but I'm just giving to you what God's given to me. But there's two classes of people here tonight. I'm not talking about bank accounts or social status or economics or politics or anything like that. There's two groups of people here tonight. Saved and lost. You can have peace with God tonight. You can go home a fit subject for the kingdom of heaven. You can be translated from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. You can go home tonight saved to the uttermost. You can go home tonight with joy in your soul and you can lay your head tonight on the pillow of grace knowing that there's peace with you and God.